there are so many people out here. There's so many coaches. There's so many gurus. There's so much information overload out here. And everybody is promising you that their framework and their template and their way of life and their way of doing things is going to save you. And yes, there's definitely help to be had by following someone else's process, right? Until you get your own process. But there's also a lot to be said for just knowing yourself and trusting your gut, right? Trusting your intuition. Welcome to Begin As You Mean To Go On. If you're a woman of color with a mission-driven service-based business and you want to increase your income and your impact without burning out in the process, you are in the right place. I'm your host, Karanda Adair, recovering WordPress developer, content marketing coach, and CEO of Carvel Digital. I've survived being a black woman in the tech industry, getting fired for culture fit, and gone on to build a thriving business. I want to show you how to work hard once to create systems in your business that continue to work for you as you grow so that you can not just survive, but thrive and live your best life. Let's get it going. Hey friends, welcome back to Begin As You Mean To Go On. I am coming off of my self-imposed break to celebrate the one-year anniversary of the podcast, y'all. We've been at this thing for a year. We've got 46 episodes out there for you to be consuming and gaining knowledge about marketing your business, making better decisions, all sorts of amazing things. So um, I wanted to just come back and celebrate with you and also debut a new feature of the podcast that's going to make it even easier to take action on all of the advice that, um, that I've been offering you over the past year. So we're going to get into it. And today we're going to talk about gotchas. And this is, as usual, inspired by many conversations um, and things that I've seen uh, both in conversations with clients, with prospects on the internet um, over the past couple of weeks, especially. So I wanted to just have an episode where I talk about these things that people do they don't really think much about, but they can come back to bite you in the butt in your business and just pack them all into one episode so um, so you can have them, right? So you can listen to this and you can be like, I'm not going to make those mistakes or Ooh, I'm doing that. Let me go fix it. Okay. So that's what we're going to talk about. And um, before we get into it, if this is your first time, welcome. So happy to have you. And make sure you listen to this episode all the way through. And then when you get to the end, if you find value in it, then go ahead and smack the subscribe button and follow us and leave us a five-star rating and review while you're at it. Because, you know, nobody wants to be the red shirt. Nobody wants to listen to a podcast that's useless. So when you go and you put your stamp of approval on the Begin As You Mean To Go On podcast, it lets other people know hey, come on in, the water's fine, and there's a ton of valuable information in here for you. So uh, when we get to the end, I'll invite you to do that. All right. Um, And also at the end, I'm going to tell you about our exciting new feature and where you can go and grab it. All right, let's dive in, y'all. So gotchas. Now this came about, this started from a throwaway, what I, what I, um, what I thought of as a throwaway post that I made on Facebook um, based on something that one of my business besties was complaining about. And, and this particular gotcha is signing up with software tools using the oh so enticing sign up with Google or sign up with Facebook, right? They're like, hey, you don't have to make a separate login. Just, just use the one you already have. Just sign up with Google. Just use your Facebook, right? And it seems so convenient and so tempting. And here's here's what's going to happen though later on. Later on, you're going to realize, ooh, you know what? I need some help. I need actually people to come in and help me 
do stuff to run this business. And then they're going to need access to your stuff that you signed up with using Google and Facebook. And you know what that means? That means in order for them to get access, theoretically, you would have to give them your Google or your Facebook login. And no, 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 friends. We are never, ever, ever doing that, right? That's keys to the kingdom level shit. You're not, you're not giving those to your VA that you got on Fiverr, okay? So we are going to never, ever smack those buttons again. And you're going to always sign up with email. You're going to use an email and a password. Okay. And then you're going to be much, much happier later on because going back and undoing that, you can't just undo it. You have to contact support. So if you have 10 different things that you did that with, you're going to have to go unravel all those things before you can get help. So hopefully I just saved you from making that mistake. But if I didn't, then go fix it now, right? Put that on your to-do list for this week. Okay. So that's number one. Number two, can't leave this one out, y'all. So close to my heart, such a long-standing, well-known gotcha is using GoDaddy. What can I say? I hate GoDaddy. I've always hated GoDaddy. And even if GoDaddy gets better, I don't care because go. It's, for me, it's like, it's like your alcoholic parent or something. Like you don't have to forgive them right? just because they get better. So uh, maybe they got better. I don't know. I don't care. Just don't do it because you know, it's one of those things that's fine until it isn't. And and the thing that I see most is that when things start to go downhill, right, maybe your server got really slow, or maybe you are, you know, doing a big redesign, and all of a sudden you need to transfer your, um, your DNS over to a new host, or you need to like re, you know, revamp your website. And it takes forever. Like you're waiting for your old site to transfer to your new site. And it's just slow and, you know, any other problems, right? That I just don't have anything good to say about them. So there's, there's tons of other great hosts out there. I love Flywheel. There's tons of other great domain registrars out there. I love Hover. I really love Hover because whenever, you know, we make websites for clients. And so when you go to launch a website, like clients, they want that to be smooth. They don't want their site to be down while the DNS is getting updated and everything is transferring. And so it's like one of those things, it's like only for that 15 minutes when it's like, hey, 15 minutes and we're done. It's up, right? (laughs) And then it's like, it's like they come in and they pinch hit and they do the job and then we're done. So that's number two. Don't use GoDaddy if you can help it and you can help it because it's your business. So that's, I don't know. You don't have to take my advice. I'm not the boss of you, but that's, that's my advice. All right. Number three and this is related, is crowdsourcing technical advice, right? I I literally just like a couple hours ago was on Facebook and saw somebody being like, what WordPress theme should I use? And And it's not that you shouldn't ask for this advice, right? But consider the source. Consider the source, people. If you just go on your Facebook profile or you go in some group full of coaches and you're like, hey, what software should I use? You know what? Those people probably don't know about software. They just know what some other coach told told them to use, right? It may or may not be the best thing for your business. They don't know your considerations. They don't know your requirements. In general, this is just a terrible idea. So go back and listen to episode 14. We run down our entire tech stack. We run down, more importantly, why it is we use that tech stack. And you can listen to that and you can say, oh yeah, that kind of matches what I'm doing. So I'm going to give that a serious look, right? But still make your own decision right? So stop crowdsourcing technical advice, I beg of you. All right, number four, and this is huge. This is 
this is so huge. And I have been soapboxing about this literally since I started a business doing internet things. Okay. Number four is not owning your digital assets. And I can't believe that I still have to talk about this, but it's still a thing where somebody, especially my non-technical folks, I love you so much, but please don't do this, right? Don't hire someone and say, oh, that's so technical. You just go set up that analytics account. You just go set up that domain, right? Because here's here's what that means. That means they own your shit. Right? And it's your business, so you need to own your shit. Even if you're non-technical, even if you feel overwhelmed, a good service provider will walk you through setting up those accounts and then have you give access to them because you didn't sign up with Google. Right? So a good service provider will walk you through that so that you own it. And if you have a hard time conceptualizing this, the um, analogy I use that people always seem to understand is buying a house, right? When you buy a house, most of the time you have a real estate agent. That person is your agent. They are helping you through the process. But when it comes time to sign those papers, that's your that's your signature, right? That's your signature on those papers so that you own that house, not your agent. So make sure that you own all your stuff. And especially when it comes to things like your domain name, uh, when it comes to things like setting up your Google Analytics account, you cannot transfer ownership of a Google Analytics account. You can't. So if you did that back in the day, somebody else owns it and they're just giving you access, they're letting you rent access to your data and you decide, oh, I want to own that, you're going to lose all that historical data. So own your stuff. Okay. Number five. I love this topic. I'm fired up, y'all. Number five is making software decisions based on price. And I understand my newbies out there, I understand that you're on a budget, but you are starting a business. And a business means that you expect people to pay for your services, even if you're undercharging, which if you're new, you likely are, but that we'll get to that. But you expect to be paid. And that means if you want to use things that are going to help you build your business, you need to pay for those things. Okay. So there are some tools that I recommend that have what I call a freemium model, right? You can start out for free so that you can kind of get your bearings, you can get your legs under you, you can test it out and see if you like it. But then when it comes time to make money off that tool, you need to pay. Okay. So let's just karmically keep our things together, keep everything on a good path and pay for your software. And if you feel like you can't afford to pay for your software, then you need to go look at your pricing, your business model, all those things. Because running a business costs money, doesn't have to cost a ton of money, but if you're going to hire software, then it should be doing a job that creates a return for your business, right? So it's all a beautiful loop. Hey, are you enjoying these episodes? Are you getting inspired and feeling motivated to implement all the actionable advice I'm sharing? If you are, then you should apply for Content Bootcamp. Because while you could take all the things I'm saying and implement them by yourself, you'll move so much faster and have so much more fun inside our supportive community designed to help you move past the unique challenges in your business. There's no cookie cutter formula here. Inside Content Bootcamp, we help you create a strong foundation for your business using my foundation framework. Clients who have come through Bootcamp report moving from hustling and throwing spaghetti at the wall to getting strategic and efficient with their content, gaining clarity and momentum in their marketing, showing up as the CEO of their business, shedding limiting beliefs, attracting more of their ideal clients, and of course, making more money. 
The number one pe- reason people give for not applying and scheduling a call is that they're worried they're not ready and they don't want to waste my time. If that's you, I want you to accept this invitation and go ahead and apply. I promise I don't bite. And whether you enroll or not, you're going to walk away from our conversation better off than before. Head over to carveldigital.com bootcamp and take 10 minutes to share some details about your business so I can help you figure out if content bootcamp is right for you. Talk to you soon. Let's move on to number six not using a password manager. I kid you not, I would say that 95 or more percent of my clients come in and they're not using a password manager. And worse than that, they're using super weak passwords. I have legit had people give me passwords with password in the password. Who y'all, I cannot. So I need you to go get a password manager. One password has been my bay for many, many years now. Um, and I need you to start creating strong passwords. And um, especially if you have a team, if you have even one person that you need to share like secure information with, then you you have to do this. Okay. So one password, that's my bay. All these links will be in the show notes for you, for you all. Um, use a password manager. Then you just have to remember the one. You just have to remember the one password, that's hence the name, right? To to get your vault open. And then you don't even have to type logins. I haven't typed a login since I don't know, 2008. I don't know. Anyway, it's better, but you can't go half-assed either. You can't be like, oh, I'm going to just sort of like do this, but I'm only going to put like five passwords. You'll, you'll be irritated and then you, you won't do it. So get the password manager and actually put all of your stuff in and just embrace the secure way of life. Okay. All right. So though, those are kind of our technical, technical category things. Now we're going to move on to more sort of like the mindset things. So number seven is not trusting your intuition. And this one I was inspired to include because uh, I got an application recently for someone who's interested in bootcamp, wanting to work with us, gave a really, really great description of like all the things they've been doing, um, all the different tiers of their services, and literally was like, yeah, I felt like I should do this, but I did this other thing instead. And I was like, why? You were on the right track. Right. So um, I can't wait to talk to this person and just like, you know, give them the nudge in the right direction. But there are so many people out here. There's so many coaches. There's so many gurus. There's so much information overload out here. And everybody is promising you that their framework and their template and their way of life and their way of doing things is going to save you. And yes, there are some. There, there's definitely help to be had by following someone else's process, right? Until you get your own process. But there's also a lot to be said for just knowing yourself and trusting your gut, right? Trusting your intuition to know, you know what? That sleazy sales tactic, tactic that this guru is promising me like will make me a million dollars, it doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel right for me, right? So you got to filter all this advice and all these things that are coming at you, even mine, right? You got to filter it all and say, okay, does this feel like it's going to work for me? Right. Um, and the nice thing about, you know, after you get so many coaches or you buy so many courses, you start to see the patterns of the things people are teaching. Cause if people are teaching foundations, like it's all, it's all going to relate at some point. And then you're going to be like, Oh, you know what? Okay. Yeah. These are the foundations. I know this, I've got this. Let me put my own spin on it. So just here to encourage you, trust your gut. Okay. When it comes to your business. 
All right. Number eight is doing everything yourself. <laughs> Ooh, man. Uh, we love to be superheroes, right? We loved, we, we love to be solopreneurs. And I understand because, you know, back in the day, I just was making websites. I was making my $500, $500 websites and I just wanted to code into the sunset. And I thought, oh, it's too messy to have to build a team and deal with people and all this stuff. And I get it, right? But if you want to build something, a business, right? A collection of systems that produces profit and you want to be able to step away from that in any way, shape or form and not have your revenue dip, then you are going to need help, right? It doesn't, you don't have to build a whole team. You don't have to build an empire, but you're going to need some help. So just start to build that muscle of recognizing when it's like, you know what? This is actually not the best use of my time. This isn't my ministry and, and go and get some help right? And if you don't know what kind of help you need, like ask somebody, <laughs> ask your business besties. You know, there's all kind of Facebook groups. There's all kind of masterminds. Just start asking questions and taking action. And that's going to lead you to know, okay, this is the thing that I need to get help with. And people think, you know, getting help means you have to hire a full-time person like right away you know, you might get help and it might be just somebody coming in like two or five hours a week and it can just lighten your load enough to be able to breathe and focus on the things that are going to move your business forward. So just get used to getting help, get used to asking for help and um, stop doing everything yourself. Um, and this is very much related to doing everything yourself is waiting too long to get help, <laughs> right? So here's my metric. If you need a metric for this is if you struggle with the same problem for more than like depending on the problem, say a month or two months, then it's time to go get help. Okay. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Cause those two are, those two are kind of related. All right. And then not understanding the value of your offer. And a perfect example is the thing that inspired this whole episode, right? What I thought of as a quote unquote throwaway post, right. Of just saying this thing of like, Hey, you know, stop signing up to these software accounts with Google and Facebook, like you're going to regret it later. And I made this post on Facebook and I got like 30 comments instantly of people, either people who were like, oh my God, I had no idea. Or people who were like, who, yes, speak the truth. Like I am struggling right now because I did this, like don't do this. Right. And it seems like such a small thing, but saving people from making that mistake was, was so valuable and people responded to it so well. So like half the battle is really understanding that the things that you worked so hard to get good at that now feel so easy to you, those things are still valuable. Just because it's easy for you or it feels good or you have fun doing it doesn't mean it's not valuable. And so your job as a business owner is to understand the value that you're bringing to people and and then charge accordingly, right? So in order to do that, in order to do that successfully, you have to understand the value that you're bringing to people. And it doesn't have to be monetary value. Like there's more, there's more than just ROI that matters to people. People buy for all sorts of reasons. So understanding like what are people really getting out of, you know, what kind of transformation are they getting from your product or service? And if you don't know, 
then start asking people, start asking your clients like, Hey, you know, what were you, what have you been able to achieve or how do you feel after us working together? And, you know, you should be gathering testimonials anyway. And it's good for you because it makes you understand like, Oh yeah, I did this, I did this thing. And, um, you know, I thought it was valuable for this reason, but now I'm hearing for client from clients that it's valuable for this whole other reason that I didn't even think of. So start having those conversations if this is a struggle for you. All right. And number 11, we're going to close it out with this one. Number 11 is ignoring the basics, right? People want to, I've legit gone into Facebook groups and people are asking for advice about, you know, software and developers and building out a custom system for a product they haven't even sold five of. Okay. So you need to crawl before you can walk and you need to walk before you can run. And maybe you've had some success and you've made some money. It's still always worth it to go back and make sure that you are doing the basics. And here, let me give you some examples of what I mean by the basics. Um, This really comes from my own frustration because I can't tell you how many times that I have seen something that somebody has posted online and I have gone to their profile because I was like, hey, that was really good. I want to know more about that person. I want to sign up on their email list. I want to find their website. And I go to their profile and it is blank. It is blank. There is no, there are no breadcrumbs for me to even find out. I might want to hire you. Like, how do I do that? I, and before I do that, I probably want to go stalk you a little bit, right? I want to go research and see what you're all about. I want to see what content you have out in the world. And there's just no way to find that out. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about anything super complicated. I'm talking about if you're listening to this, go to your profiles right now and make sure that they're up to date, that they actually say what you do, right? Because people you know, we change, we change our offers, we change our focus, we change our audience, go make sure your profile is up to date, go make sure that you have links in your profile to where you want to send people, if that's your lead magnet, if that's your website, if that's your podcast, whatever have you. Uh, This is what I'm talking about. When I say basic, I mean, super basic, like be a basic bitch and go check your profile and just go make sure that if people want to hire you, there is a really easy, obvious way for them to do that and watch your sales improve, right? Um, So those are some of the gotchas that I see all the time, every day, every week of people just, um, you know, headed on the road to Sadville by not knowing these things or not doing these things. So I hope that you out there listening, um, I hope this has been helpful for you. I hope this is, I, I really hope this is helping you avoid making these mistakes. But if it's too late, you can go, you can always go back and fix them. Okay. So thank you so much for showing up for our, um, our anniversary celebration. And, uh, now is the time when, if you're listening and it's your first time, now is the time I want to go ahead and invite you to hit the subscribe button. If you like what you just heard, hit the subscribe button, leave us that five-star rating and review. And now it's time to reveal our brand new feature. So one of the things that, um, this has been an issue for me and, um, I know there's people that like struggle with the audio format or maybe you're listening and you know, you're driving or you're in the shower or you're working out or whatever. And you hear something really juicy and you're like, Ooh, I want to go implement that. Right. And then you get through with whatever you're doing and you forget about it. And then it's just lost to time. Right. 
So what we have done is we have created the cliff notes and we're going to have cliff notes for every single episode. And it's going to include just the breakdown of all the juicy nuggets and all the actionable items so that you can just take that and you can print it out or you can save it in whatever fashion you want. And then you can go and put it into your, into your to-do app of choice so you can actually implement the things that I talk about. Because, you know, as as great as it is for you to listen to the podcast, what would really make me happy is if you take the things that I say and you go and implement them into your business. So um, we have prepared all the cliff notes for all the past episodes, all the, the past main episodes of the previous year. And you can now go to carveldigital.com slash cliff notes. And you've got two weeks you get two weeks to grab those cliff notes for free. Okay. And then we're going to make those available for sale. You're going to be able to sign up to just get all the cliff notes as they come out in future episodes. So, um, I for sure know there are some people who are very excited for this. So if you're listening now, go to carveldigital.com slash cliff notes, grab the cliff notes, come over to the service CEOs face group and tell me all about the things you are implementing and what the results are, because I truly, um, I truly want to hear it. I love having conversation. I love hearing not just that you listen, but that you actually do the things that I talk about and that it actually makes a difference for your business and your life. So that's what I have for you today, friends. Thank you so much for coming in and celebrating our one year anniversary. Um, we are working on season four and it's going to debut in early 2022. So I can't wait for that. I'm going to, I've got uh, some amazing guests that I'm going to be able to share with you as well as these solo episodes. So until then, don't forget to begin as you mean to go on.